0: Another edition of Beat the Closing Number, presented by TheLines.com. My name is Eli Herskovich. You can follow The Lines on Twitter, at TheLinesUS. And you can follow our lead MLB analyst as well, at Mo Noir. Breaking down the Friday card for June 23rd. Three games to get to. Twins, Tigers, and Mets, Phillies. Potential rain out there, but still going to handicap it in case it does happen. As Mo mentioned to me before the podcast, a lot of rain on the East Coast, and then to wrap things up, heading over to my side of the country, the Midwest, where the Red Sox are taking on the White Sox. But Mo, before we get started, for our viewers and listeners, if you're checking us out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite podcast, remember to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to get notifications whenever the lines releases a new sports betting video on any market, including Mo's day-to-day bets which can be found in real time in the Lions Discord channel. The link is over at thelines.com. So Mo, Twins Tigers, like I mentioned, it is Kenta Maeda against Joey Wentz. And Minnesota can be found anywhere between a pretty much minus 125 favorite, but there are some minus 130s out there as well. And the total is sitting at nine at most bucks, but there are a pair of juiced eight and a halves with the Over a little bit juice there. And the Twins are coming off of a complete game shutout of the aforementioned Boston Red Sox. Joe Ryan doing that yesterday. Our guy Joe Ryan around plus 1600, plus 1800 to win AL Cy Young. And also worth noting, the leader in the clubhouse in that market, Shane McClanahan, left his start last night due to some back tightness, so something to monitor for the AL Cy Young betting market. How are you betting Minnesota-Detroit, though, Mel? Second straight day, I'm on the Twins. Uh, back on my
1: Twins. Yeah, Kensa Maeda, He, I- I've always had him rated as a solid pitcher. He's got a 3.75 career FIP as a starter. Um, this year's numbers are a bit of a disaster. I think that's mostly because he tried to pitch hurt for a couple of games first he got pulled pretty early um I believe it was against the Yankees maybe the Red Sox I can't remember and then the other game was against I think whichever one that it wasn't between Yankees and Red Sox and that one ended in utter disaster 10 runs allowed in three innings uh but he quickly went on the IL after that so I think he was just trying to pitch hurt um Two, two starts before that, he had 12 strikeouts, no walks in 11 innings. So I'm guessing he's still going to be fine. And they did a pretty extensive um, rehab start schedule for him. I think I saw that he went three or four games. So 81 pitches I read in his last rehab start. So he should be able to go five, give them a solid start here. And uh, like you said, Joe Ryan, complete game shutout. So I definitely like that. They can play all their ideal bullpen matchups here. The pen should be as fresh as possible since Joe Ryan, our guy, took the entire day to destroy the Red Sox yesterday. Um, that was nice for me. Uh, but some people out there with market influence, not so happy, I think, since the Red Sox got steamed pretty good. I don't understand why. But, anyways, back to this one. I know that the. Twins have been bad against lefties. That's kind of like my main hang-up here. I think it's somewhat bad luck. Bottom five, BABIP. I know the strikeouts, which I've mentioned before, are really bad. But bottom five, BABIP there. So uh, they were average last year with a lot of the same players. So I think they should be better, to be honest. Um, and with Joey Wentz, I have him rated almost a run worse than Maeda. So um, it's. I think the Twins should be decently bigger favorites than this. Uh, Minus 130 is still good. I think I would even go minus 135 here. Um, I I would just make sure to bet this one as action, though. They have used an opener in front of Wentz a few times this year, so in case they do that again, uh, I would bet this one without listing the
0: pitchers. And that's when Wentz has been listed as a starter? I think usually they list the opener, Um, a lot of times I
1: don't see one listed today. So maybe he's just going to come out and pitch the first. I I think he's been better with an opener, to be honest. So if he, if he doesn't have an opener, I think that's quite good for this bet.
0: (laughs) On to the game that may get pushed, put on the shelf. Mets Phillies, New York sitting six games below the Mendoza mark. Phillies coming off of a rough loss to say the least to the Atlanta Braves yesterday. Kyle Schwarber potentially costing... Philadelphia loss with a, I don't want to say routine fly ball, but a fairly catchable fly ball in left field. We'll Tyler Walker greater than
1: ninety percent catch probability, I would think.
0: Yeah, it was pretty high. So Walker, a former Mets starter for at least the last season, if not two, taking on New York's rookie right-hander Kodai Senga, who was fairly up there in the NL Rookie of the Year market, is. Started to dip back in that respective category, though. And Philly's pretty much a consensus minus 120 favorite in the market. Remember to price shop for the best odds over at thelines.com. And Sanga's Fip actually ranks nearly three-quarters of a point higher than his ERA 353. But he does have a way-above-average strikeout rate, sitting at around 28%. And his whiff rate ranks in the... 79th percentile as well so how are you betting this game though yeah it's too it's too early to say if Kodai Senga is going to be a peripherals
1: beater so I don't want to go there yet too early in his career like I said line already moving to the Mets here so this would be par for the course for me if this gets rained out I feel like I've had CLV get rained out like five times this year. And I think it's never happened the other way where I get a bad number and it gets rained out. Um, As far as this matchup goes, I do like the way Senga matches up with the Phillies quite a bit. That's really all this is. I I think Walker's fine. I think I'm, if anything, honestly, I've probably been a little higher than the market on Taiwan Walker. But just for Senga here... The weakness has been the walks. You know, he's walking like five batters per nine, which is like pretty much over the line that most people would tell you is anything you can have in a starting pitcher. But he's getting away with it because of the strikeouts. And like you said, beating the peripherals by a bit. I just think in this matchup though, Philly, they are very low walk team. Sixth lowest walk rate, third highest chase rate, so they're very, very aggressive at the play. I think that's ideal for Singa. Obviously, you don't want to use seven-inning samples to uh, drive your bets, but he did face them once earlier this year and completely destroyed them. Uh, Nine strikeouts, no runs. So When I see that and when I see the way he matches up, I think it might be real. Um, It's also, Philly has been weak against Four-seamers, which Senga has quite a strong velocity on his four-seamer. He throws a 96. Philly's been especially bad versus high-velocity four-seamers. I used the StatCast search to narrow it down and check for 95+. plus. They have a 269x Woba against high-velocity four-seamers, so that's pretty poor. And just overall against four-seamers, they've been below average. I think they were like 21st or 22nd. So it just looks like a good matchup for Senga to me. I think he'll pitch a little better than expectation here. And I think
0: Mets at plus is pretty good. I have them slightly favored here. Well, hopefully, I think for your sake, the game gets played. On to the final game on your Friday slate. Back to the AL Central. First time we're talking about an AL East team here with the Red Sox two games over. I guess we did allude to them with the Joe Ryan game yesterday. And Boston in the cellar, this pretty much says it all between the two divisions. Red Sox in last place in the AL East at plus 23 in terms of their run differential. And the White Sox 12 games below 500, yet only six games back of the aforementioned twins with a negative 62 run differential. And tonight it is Brian Bayo against Lucas Giolito. Boston... About 5 cents over, minus 110 both ways. I think there are some minus 120s, though. A little bit of money coming in on the Red Sox of late, but consensus number is minus 115 on Boston. And Bayo dominated the Yankees in his last outing on Sunday night. Seven in each pitched, one earned run, and eight strikeouts, but it is worth noting Yankees' collective struggles without Aaron Judge in the lineup. And on the flip side, Lucas Giolito has actually pitched fairly well recently, too. Three and runs over his last three starts, and he's likely a trade deadline candidate, assuming the White Sox aren't sitting in the ballpark of three, four games back and they try to make a run at the division and fail miserably. Both pitchers' strikeout props, by the way, sitting at five and a half, and Giolitos is juiced to the over. Bayo's heavily juiced to the under, around minus 170. And it is worth noting, ironically, the Red Sox had the fifth lowest strikeout rate in all of baseball. So maybe the market is positioning the prop, or at least money is coming in on Bayo's prop. You would think that is, unless the market was set that way initially. And maybe you want to think about going the other way if Boston's bats don't have an issue with Giolito early on and he starts to struggle with his command. But back to the money line here, Mo, how are you betting it?
1: I am right back on. I, I think I have a love affair with Brian Bayo I just think I back him like every start. I, I, I had him against the Yankees in that one. That was a frustrating one. I sweated most of the game out and then I shut it off final couple innings because I was too irritated by Boston straining all their runners, and then they immediately took the lead and won. Uh, <laughs> so that was nice to see later. I just think it's another good matchup for this specific pitcher here with Brian Bayo. I, same thing as before, really. I don't really have anything bad to say about Giolito. I mean, he's been solid, like you said. I just think Bayo might be slightly better, but also like, the fifty eight percent ground ball rate, man, I mean just the grounders so many grounders that is about as good as it gets like only Framber Valdez can sniff at that number uh and the White sox are the highest grounder team at with the bats in m l b so this is a really good spot for Bayo to just get a ton of easy outs as long as his defense doesn't let him down with, which since it's the Red sox is probably a fifty fifty proposition but uh luckily the White Sox aren't any better so uh I don't like that they're missing Alex Verdugo that's part of the reason that prompted me to fade them yesterday I think he's out on bereavement leave Jaron Durant's fine against right-handed pitching uh but still a downgrade from Verdugo I think they just still have a far better offense than the White Sox though I mean specifically versus right-handed pitchers I mean man 29th in baseball with an 82 WRC plus the White Sox have just not been able to do anything against right-handed pitching so it's just a really really good matchup for Bayo I guess given all that I would consider maybe White Sox team total under as well if people like to bet those sorts of things
0: yeah and it seems like I'm just doing some quick research here it seems like Verdugo is going to be out tonight, although nothing's been stated clearly on that front. And he actually has the second longest hit streak in all of baseball behind Jordan Walker of the Cardinals. Brennan Donovan also St. Louis right behind Verdugo at 10. Walker leads the way with a 13-game hit streak. And Verdugo sitting at 12. Lane Thomas of the Nats, too, who's put together a heck of a season, even though the Washington Nationals have struggled overall. So just a couple of Interesting notes there, as you mentioned, for Dugo. But that's going to do it for this edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. You can head over to the Lines Discord channel in case Mo adds any more baseball bets today. The link is over at TheLines.com. And remember to head over to play.thelines.com if you want a chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card in our daily MLB Pick'em Contest. But for Mo and for myself, Eli Herskovich, thanks for watching and listening to another edition of Beat the Closing Number. So long, everybody.